Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Star vs. the Force of Evil, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and welcome to our panel discussion for the um, March, what, 17th? I don't know, episodes of Star vs. the Force of Evil is another mystery, and Marco Jr. Uh, this is our second a week Star vs. the Force of Evil podcast here at Overly Animated, where uh, I ask our panelists questions about the uh, latest episodes of Star, and and then they get graded on their responses on a five-point scale based off of uniqueness, correctness, and uh, something else, reasoning, and uh, that we determine a winner uh, at the end. If you haven't uh, checked out our recap for these week's episodes, make sure you do that at OverlyAnimated.com or search for Overly Animated Star on iTunes to subscribe to us there on YouTube if you're listening on YouTube to not miss any of our Star podcasts two a week during the season 3B. Um, so, uh, yeah, is another mystery. Marco Jr., we will be getting in spoilers for these episodes. Make sure you've seen them. And I'll introduce our panelists as, uh, they answer our first question. So here's our first question. Which episode did you like more of these two and what one element made it stand out to you? Uh, so same question as always. Which is better? Is another mystery or Marco Jr.? We'll start with our somehow our returning champion. <laughs> Steve Zach, uh, Steve, hello, and uh, what is your answer to the which is up episode is better? All right, we'll see if I can win two in a row. But no, it's um, not happening. But I keep <laughs> trying. It. If it doesn't happen, then I don't have to show up next week. I don't have any obligations. Okay, it is mystery. That's the one I'm going with. And is, to, is another mystery. Yeah, it is another mystery. Is so, is no, it is another mystery. Minus another two mystery. points. <laughs> we'll get uh, there okay. because uh, well. Because, Mainly because I love Buff Frog and his in his family. He's they're awesome. We get to see how much his children have grown, and Buff Frog continues to be best dad on the series. And and I'm the only bad part is though it looks like Buff Frog is is going away, which sucks. So please don't go, Buff Frog. Please don't go. We need you to keep this show afloat. Do we? Well, at least on the monster half. I mean, either Buff Frog or Ludo. You want more Ludo? Um, yeah, fair point. Okay, contagious. But you, so uh, you liked it for Buff Frog? Yes, I do. <laughs> I mean, he, he's he's no like he's no Janna or Ponyhead, but he's all right. <laughs> but um, and it does like uh, it does kind of show um t- another side of Tom. We find out he's half monster, so. It might be setting him up to maybe relate to Meteor and maybe side with her down the line. Mm, interesting. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like the theorizing. Okay, so Steve says is another mystery. I am uh, absolutely shocked, uh, legitimately shocked that Steve did not mention Katrina in his answer. I assume because he will be talking about her come MVP. But uh, <laughs> so I'm <laughs> putting my stake in there. Uh, okay, let's. Uh, Steve's frantically checking his backups now. Let's go to uh, Steve Fix is another mystery. Let's bring in the uh, triumphant debut for star panels is uh, overly animated panel legend Andy Potter. Uh, Andy, hello, and which episode are you going with here? Hello, Dylan. Uh, it's great to be back. Legend uh, or uh, like infamy, that type of legend. Like, I don't know which one. I mean, I had both the worst and best answers on a panel. Like, okay, we'll see what you provide this week, yeah. Uh, How much of be... Rick and Morty star crossover do we really have? Mm. Not much. 15, but, uh, 
this, uh, this is reason to go back and listen because those were real fun. Well, but um, I liked, I really liked Marco Jr. more. I I usually do like these lighter episodes with um Marco's family. Marco's family is always great. Uh, the Angie and Raphael are always fun to see. But I mean, this episode had the best Starco moment of the week. So of course, this is what I'm going to pick. This is the best episode because Star filling out the Scantron is great is like the most shippy thing to ever happen and it also had a bunch of really great gags and i really liked i always like when star doesn't understand human culture when she's going like we're washing a baby we're washing a dirty baby for some reason i, I just really love stuff like that every time well, so yeah so be- it was more fun than um is a mystery it was is a mystery was just kind of like eh to me but this one i really enjoyed i had fun the whole way through well, to be fair, Marco didn't understand what a baby shower was either. Well, he didn't read the invitation. That's a little different. Yeah. It is another mystery. Another mystery. Is a mystery is a different episode, guys. Okay. I'm not the only one game that I was just too confused. Yeah. I was, yeah, can't take off. I uh, could take off bullet points for both of you. That is tempting. Okay, let's go to uh, to our next panelist here. Let's bring in Michael Helton to uh, answer which episode you liked more. Michael, hello. Hello, I liked Is Another Mystery more more than Marco Jr. Mainly because, and I know you guys are all going to be mad at me for this, but mainly because of Tom. And I will get more into this as the other answers come around. But Tom's star in this episode, I think, was good. Because of where it's going to lead. I know, a hard start, but trust me, it's going to pay off. (laughs) <laughs> will you dive dive more into this in future answers or do you want to get yes. into it now okay you'll you'll get into it later okay so that's uh oh man tom star Ugh. okay so i mean we do have a de- question dedicated to tom star so there'll be ample opportunity <laughs> later in this panel okay so two votes is another mystery one vote marco jr alex i know is going for is another mystery alex bonia hello uh, hello, uh, everyone. And uh, you have predicted correctly. I'm going is another mystery. I'm the complete opposite of Andy, where I think Marco Jr. was just met and is another mystery was fun all the way through had a joke scattered across the entire episode. But in particular, what interests me about it, it is the fact that we're still getting uh, we're still giving the monster human plot some prominence. While it's not the strongest in terms of that plot compared to other episodes that have treated this uh, story. I do think it's still interesting to bring Buff Frog in here to show Star's uh, continuing disappointment in her uh, efforts to progress to the narrative and uh, bringing Tom in, into this whole thing as well, including him in such an important part of this uh, season, especially considering that we're also going to have to deal with Eclipse in the future, see what Tom has to do with that. So just adding pieces to what I think is the more interesting side of this uh, ongoing season of Star versus the Forces of Evil. Mm. Okay. Okay. So uh, Andy was the only one who picked the correct episode, but that's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll go. No, no super standout episodes here. And by correct, I mean what i thought was correct as is the tradition for this entire panel uh with the uh no no standout answers yeah i'm gonna give three points to steve and michael and four points to andy and alex um so you know all, good, good job but uh let's see if we can get uh let's see if we can pick it up and get some five pointers here with uh the second question which character was mvp of the week 
And I'm actually going to start again with Steve here. And Steve, I'm going to start you off with one bonus point if you do not answer Katrina. And if you, <laughs> if you do answer Katrina, I'm going to instantly take away one point. So oh, which, which, which character was MVP of the week, Steve? Okay, MVP of the week. All right, I got to give it to um, the painter. From Marco okay. uh Atelier de Ferrero. No, 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 no. Oh, you should have let him try to guess the name. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> that would, that would, we would have been here all day. But yeah, okay. well, why? Why? Uh, no, not name. For Ferrero, yeah. Why? Why him, Steve? Okay, because he's set the whole thing up. Um, he um taught Marco a lesson about how if you half heartedly put invest in something. You sometimes can come off looking ugly, as is Marco was already thinking of how he's just gonna pretty much be away from his family as much as possible, neglect them, and think he could just, you know, buy off his younger sibling by just giving him a gift. But he learned a lesson of being there is more important, and he also the Scantron Trust gave a chance to showcase how how perfect Starco is. Yeah, but what does that have to do with him? Because he administered the test. Yes. That, okay, that's a stretch. I think that's a stretch. Um, but uh, and he's any he, you can throw Starko in any answer, and I'll I'll accept it to a certain extent. Um, I don't know if that's really the lesson of that episode. I like it, but was was that really the moral? Of, you of handicapped me, man. You you handicapped. <laughs> oh, so you were gonna be okay. So okay, you did get the bonus point, and we'll see your uh, further score as we go. But okay, so yeah, Steve has uh, Ferrero, the painter. Let's go to Alex here. Alex, who's your MVP of the week? Look, man, I, I think it is Tom. He is the glue of that that episode is another mystery. From the very beginning, he shows off his relatableness, like being awkward around girls, like not really knowing how to handle the serious discussion. I've, I've been there in the past. Uh, he also has good uh, good joke moments, like especially the one that stands out to me is when he's uh, claustrophobic and he's panicking. Like that's a good piece of physical humor. But also, they, they have that moment in the village. Where they just stop at that house, like, I want to get me some of that meat. And, like, at first watch, it, it's funny just in terms of, like, weirdness, like, us just stopping for, like, a minute on that joke. But then on rewatch, it makes more sense. So it's kind of like a joke that has layers, which I appreciate very much. But also, he has the very serious monologue at the end that kind of ties the episode together, expressing his importance to the whole narrative. And especially the, the part where he has to counter the argument, like, well, you're rich. It doesn't really matter to you, does it? And he controls himself. He gives a, a thought-out answer. So, all in all, I think this is the strongest character episode for Tom that we've seen so far on this show. And he is definitely what, what makes that episode interesting to watch. Okay. Uh, I think that's a, Tom. I think you do think is an original answer here. I don't know if I agree with that claim that it's like the best Tom episode, but you know that's well. That's, that's uh, fair. What, what would you counter? I would uh, off the top of my head, I would say Demon Sism. I would say the uh, Marco and Tom episode from season two. Um, I definitely think Demon Sism is not applicable since I don't think that episode really added onto his character. It was just continuing on on the path of anger management that we've been going with Tom for the past couple of seasons. Whereas this episode focuses specifically on his relation to the monster narrative, which is something relatively new, at least in in show, because it's revealed for the first time. 
and his dealing with with that uh i, I agree with that i agree with that part of your answer i think that's the good like the relatable to girl eh, i'm 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 done with the uh Let's show uh, guys being relatable by not hoeing the handle women. Like, uh, I, I, I'm, I think I'm done. Hey, you, you like Marco so much doing that? I don't same think stuff, that's. So. I don't think that's Marco's humor, though. I think uh, Marco is his own brand. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll see if we can get into Marco here. But I do definitely agree with the the monsters element. And okay, t- Alex picking Tom. Let's go to Andy here. Who is your MVP of the week? My MVP of this week is Angie Diaz, Marco's mom. I I tend to, and I know this is just something I tend to do. I tend to think my mvp of each week is the funniest character i see because it's hard for a character in this kind of show to be dramatic and important to be the mvp for me i don't know it's just it's just how it works but angie was just so great she really made marco jr a really amazing episode from the moment when we uh when uh marco tries to hug her and she's like i spent 37 hours squeezing out of my body and this is what i get like that is just one of the funniest things that has happened in this show i don't know that whole that whole interaction was hilarious to me and that is followed up with them trying to with her um trying to fill in the scantron with for marco and just I don't know. She's just so great. I love Angie so much. She's just so fun to watch. She feels like she feels just like this really peppy soccer mom. And I really love her. And I think the Diaz's are just great parents. That's all I really have to say. And Angie is just great. And great great parents. Clear. Is that what you took away from this episode? The Diaz are great parents. Yeah, they let their son go off to another dimension. So, good, <laughs> oh, Dylan, Dylan. They're they're great parents. They're great. They're letting they're letting Marco do his thing. They don't even okay. know that he's like thirty something. It's great. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The whole ending thing. I feel like the moral was that they didn't know their son. No, yeah, not... yeah, I know, I yeah. know. But okay, I just I, love Angie so much. Yeah. Okay. I like that answer, Angie. Um, de- uh, under highlighted character on this podcast for sure. Uh, Michael, where are you going with MVP of the week? I am going with Tom, except for a completely different reason than previously stated. Tom, I think, won this week because they are setting up the Tom Star breakup right now. With how close Star and Tom seem to get at the end of this episode, at the end when Tom said, Oh, did I do better than Marco? I and I think that that's just setting up, oh, you don't really care about doing this for me. You just want to be better than Marco. You're you're thinking about Marco throughout this entire thing instead of me, your girlfriend Star, and that's why I think Tom is the MVP of the week because he's setting up his own breakup, leading to the inevitability of Starco. Hmm. hmm. That makes him MVP <laughs> of the week. Hmm. Interesting logic. I, I it, it, obviously we got to a point that I enjoy <laughs> with uh, talking about the breakup. Um, I guess Tom is like indirectly. Uh, <laughs> Not not of his own volition, leading to him being the MVP of the week in that regard. Also, those are two lines in the entire episode. May I add? But they, but they, and the ending line is important. Let's be clear. It and them ending on that line. Yeah, that's how it cuts off. Yeah, it's very important. Okay, so um, good answers there. I liked Andy's the best. He's getting five points. Um, under character i didn't wouldn't think to answer explain articulate it well steve i I like your answer as well but didn't uh explain it that well three points plus the bonus point so four points um (laughs) alex argued for tom very well in an interesting angle michael said it seconds only gets three points so um there we go after two rounds uh, i will add this up as we talk about our next question which is which ship won the by the way about mvp of the week you're allowed to answer Star and Marco, just for the record. <laughs> but they haven't been oh, valuable. I would have answered Star for this question, just, you know. Just, oh, like, okay. oh, I, 
Well, let's, 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 I'm, just, I'm just glad none of you guys picked Krakrina. I'll be, I'll be like, <laughs> I, I, I almost favorite. answered it. I almost answered Katrina because I really wanted Steve, to. If, Steve, what if your Katrina answer was like a 10 point incredible answer? You would have lost one point. It still would have been worth nine points, though. Uh, it would have been better than this. Oh. Well, okay, okay. Well, got to got to strategize. My point with Katrina is she made that whole episode happen because she left the note and all yeah, that she stuff. She did kind of instigate little... the entire episode. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that would have been a great answer, but nope. Um. So, ah, <laughs> which, which trying to sabotage which, me, aren't you? Yes. Which uh, you figured it out. Which ship won the week? Uh, let's start with Michael. Starco, as I've said earlier, it's just we're getting there. We're winning. We're winning this, and um. I mean, obviously, as you guys said earlier, with with the Scantron star filling it all out, knowing Marco better than his own flesh and blood, it's it's Starco. There, there's no other right answer here. See, that's what I'm thinking, and you you had the benefit of going first, so you said the obvious correct answer. So I want to see where you other people twist this. Uh, uh, what, what could beat Starco here? Um, and uh, hmm, should I make Alex go next or last on this question? Let's go last. Okay, so <laughs> Steve, what is your ship of the week? Okay, I'm going with Starco. Um, mm-hmm. It's because this, like I said, this um, Marco Jr. episode really showcased how perfect they are for each other, how incompatible they are to each other. Like, there's no two people are more perfect to each other I've seen since Katane. So, wow. Oh, I love that bold proclamation. No, Starco, the most perfect ship since Katara and Aang on Avatar Last Airbender. I love that. Love it, Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so the two votes, Starco. Andy, what do you say? You guys are all wrong because Starco's great. Starco is everything. But this week was Raphael and Angie's week. They're having hmm. a baby. What is the what's more shippy than that? They're having a baby, guys. It's a it's they, a pure it's a true canon ship. Yeah, they're like. Yeah. They're in love. They're great together. They really care for each other, and they're having a baby. How could that not be the most shippy thing of the week? It's great. They're having a baby shower. Yeah, they're, I heard the baby. I heard the baby part. Right? Yeah, they're 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 just the ship of the week. They just are. Okay. It's just okay. Okay, you could you could cut that off, but yeah, it's uh, okay. Good answer. Um, counterpoint. <laughs> this is that people actually have fruits of their babe of their ship uh evidence in this episode so uh how could they not be a ship of the week alex where are you going with this i mean tomco was pretty strong too guys please that, argue that for tomco the- please do it <laughs> Well, look at the at the beginning of that episode. Tom is very uh, desperate to get with Star, but he turns to the only person who he knows has influence in this relationship, which is Marco. Tom is showing trust that Marco will grant his request, and Marco is fine with it because he also has affection for Tom deep down, and he gives him a nice thumbs up as they go away together, proving that while he he has affection for Star, but his relationship with Tom is more important to him in that moment. So really, Tomco is the winner of that episode. Wow. I mean, you're wrong, but I like the answer. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> like... any, any ship involving Tom is going to be wrong in your eyes, so I might as well just no, dive I in. No, like, I like Marco and Tom. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was the wrong answer, but uh, I like the uh, original. No one said it, 
and uh, it has bases in the episode. This this is the rare question. Everyone got five points on this one. Um, oh. Michael gave the correct answer, five points. Then Steve said the same thing, four points. But he gave the uh, Katang shout-out, so bonus point. And then um, Andy gave a all equally correct answer and Alex a uh, unique answer at the end. So great job on that question there. Uh, five points for everyone. Um, is that the first time ever? Cool. Uh, it might be. Might be. But, uh, very uh, not the case with the first two questions. But let's see. Yeah. More Starco talk here. I had this question ready for multiple panels, but we've not gotten to use it yet because it obviously did not apply. But here's question four. On a scale from Ludo in the Wild to Blood Moon Ball, rates the Starco in these episodes. So with the Ludo in the Wild, a Blood Moon Ball episode scale, rates the amount of Starco. Uh, um, Alex, you you go ahead here. Uh, I'm going to give it a bounce lounge. Like Marco is there and he gets a, a brief moment. Like in bounce lounge, they get that little dance together. And here at the end, Star gives Marco a hug. It's like, oh, you're beautiful. But at the end of the day, Starco isn't the focus of the episode, really. So while while Starco is present and they have their brief moment of of shiny happiness, but it's it's not it doesn't dominate the episode. So at the end of the day, it's like for it's not at the bottom of the scale, but it is a little around the midpoint, if not below the midpoint. Okay, that is the. I'm impressed that the first person I went to answered that question in the correct format. You're supposed to name an episode, so it's an episode yeah. scale. <laughs> Let's. I assume I, people are going to struggle with this. <laughs> but uh, that's a great bounce lounge. Is on the Ludo to Wild Blood Moon Ball scale. Okay, uh, Steve, where would you put the Starco on the scale? You mean of both episodes altogether, or just? Do no, no the week of the week of Starco. Oh, okay, because right, I had like couple, multiple episodes listed here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I'll just give it a simply um, a bomb on the birthday clown. Ooh, okay, why? <laughs> oh, well, because I had just the right amount of Starco, just a bit. Um, um, and the first one, yeah, you didn't have much interaction, and really. Mar- Star and Marco didn't interact that much, William Bonbon. So, too afraid, but, you know, but in um, Marco Jr., kind of makes up for it. And while it doesn't beat you over the head with it, it does clearly sh- state that Starco is the perfect ship. You know, I could see it. I think that was a good explanation for well, relating it, it to Bonbon. Yeah, if I can add, I think another thing that relates this to Bonbon a little bit is that the main focus of that episode, at least in the first half, is showing Marco and Jackie's relationship. Yeah. But yeah. at the by the end, you still get the Starco moment. And this week, we also got the Tom Star relationship. That's like the huge focus of the first half. But you still get your little Starco moment at the end. So the parallel in that sense, I think, is strong. Wow. Alex, Alex loves you, the answer. Wow. Why are you helping me out, Ed? Yeah, do you want to donate one of your points to Steve? Is that what <laughs> no, you're asking for? No, it's not that. I'm explaining it better than he did. That's oh, awesome. wow. Shots fired. Jeez. I thought he explained <laughs> wow. it well. It's yeah. like there was, it's, it was, uh, there, was a, 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 there was a correct moment. It wasn't but the he focus. Did, he you he know, didn't he mention Mar- Marco and Jackie at all. And yeah, that's that, the main, that is a good parallel. That's the main focus of Marco. Marco, Jackie, to Tomco. It's a good parallel. Okay. Um, so we have one vote bounce lounge, one vote a bomb bomb birthday clown. Andy, where are you going? Uh, I'm going a little higher than Steve here. I'm going. I'm giving this to just friends, and that's because we're looking. Wow, at Wow, just episodes. friends is high. That's a no, high no, no. On but, this but Dylan, I have defense for this because we're looking at two episodes, not one. And the first half of this episode focuses on the Jackie Marco part, like the um the 
is another mystery part is like the Jackie Marco part, but flipped to star Tom. And then the next half is the Starco part of the just friends episode. And together they kind of add up to just friends. And we have this side where we have a relationship that clearly is not going to end well. And the other side, we have the pure relationship that is clearly where we're ending everything at. And I think it adds up quite well when you think about it, these two episodes together. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're allowed to add the episodes. I don't know if that's how that works. Anymore. But we're looking at a whole week, aren't we? I feel like you want to average them. I feel like, I feel like you're well, averaging the episodes. Here, we're looking at these two episodes. No, you're definitely adding. You're adding the episodes. This is, well, a, this is a statistics lesson. Well, as, I said in Discord, though, I personally like distinct st- Marco and Jackie had a the relationship. I like the relationship better than Star and Tom. I think it's wow, it was, hot take I, there, Steve. I think a lot more healthy if you take Star out of the equation. Yeah, hot take, Steve. Yeah, and, uh, Tom goes the worst. I have uh, an average take. answer if you prefer that, Dylan. I give an average and an average. <laughs> okay, I'll give you a second. D- double or double negative points, Andy. You go, go ahead. Okay, my my average answer is scent of a hoodie because there's really this undercurrent through all the episodes that Starco is what we're all leading to because. But instead, it's kind of coming from Tom and Star and Marco. Like, every time we have one of them talking about one of the other people, like, you feel that it's pushing towards Starco. Because Tom is kind of self-destructing, thinking that Marco's going to take his place. And Star is just kind of, like, kind of dismissive of Tom a lot of the time during the beginning of this episode. Just kind of like, whatever, Tom, you can come with me. And then we have Marco, where he's just realizing that Star knows him really, really well with the Scantron at the end. Like, it, But it's never really outright said that we're looking at Starco here. It's just kind of like this undercurrent that rides us through these two episodes. Uh, I think you might be giving Marco a little too much credit. I don't think he realizes, sees what we see at the end of this episode. Yeah, about them being perfect for each other. But... I don't think so, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, okay, I feel like Sensei Hoodie is still a little bit high, but a uh, more realistic answer from Andy the second time around. Uh, oh, there will be a deduction. We'll see. But uh, let's go to uh, Michael. What That's what, oh yeah, it's 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 as as one does. Michael, which, uh, which episode are you putting this in the scale on? I'm going to be giving this a Lava Lake Beach because mm. at the end of Is Another Mystery, when Tom's like, kind of getting Marco's permission to go on Star's adventure. He's kind of like not even realizing it, but telling Marco a good boyfriend to Star, like, oh, a good boyfriend, you know, he's there. He's, you know, what a, that's what a boyfriend does. He spends time with his with his girlfriend. Um, and then that also is going to, like, help Marco realize, hey, I might have feelings for Star, similar to the end of Lava Lake Beach when... He was, you know, running around, found uh, Tom Starr kissing with the single, not even a frame. It was just a background image (laughs) of them kissing, you know, like. That's all it's worth. Yeah. Uh, Okay. uh, Yeah. It's an interesting comparison, too. Um, You got the Tom Starr in there. Marco Revelation. I don't know if I don't know if I buy there being a Marco Revelation in the episode, but that would be. Um. Yeah, that would that would help that. Okay, so we had a lot of good, uh, like six different episodes named. Uh, for the for future reference, you don't need to have a direct parallel as the answer to this question. It just needs to be the amount of Starco. You know? I I'd it. like to say I'm really surprised that all of us understood what you were asking us. Yeah, to do, I did. I did not explain yeah. this question to these people ahead of time, and. Uh, <laughs> You did it on so, purpose, didn't you? Surprising. I, I was hoping for train wreck answers, and none of you <laughs> provided that, except kind of Andy. So um, yeah. it wasn't really a train wreck answer. It was just uh, wrong. You, you went you went with the bold move of trying to give a second answer when I didn't like your first one. I don't know if that's <laughs> you the said way to I go. Could. 
<laughs> you have to anticipate that I'm, it's not going to work out either way. Okay, so Alex gets five points. Steve gets five points. Um, Michael gets four points. I'll give Andy three. Okay. I'll, I'll go that. Okay. That puts him still in contention going to the last question. He was winning before, but... I knew um, that too. <laughs> going into the final question, we have so, what's our leaderboard? Alex is winning with 18 points. Oh. Oh. Andy and Steve at 17, Michael at 15. Still anyone's game heading into this last question. Do these have, as always, we're concluding until it happens, um, <laughs> posting this image every day until it happens. Do these episodes bring us closer to the highly anticipated Tom Star breakup? Um, I feel like we already got part one of your answer, Michael. So let's start with you to get the full response here. Yes. I'm going to have a bold statement, but I think the next time we have a Tom and Star episode will be their breakup episode. Mm. This, I, I'm, I've been saying it the whole time. Is another mystery. Is setting up their breakup. It's just setting it up perfectly. We don't even get Star's like conclusion to the to uh tom asking her if he did it better than marco and once she realizes that he was doing this as a game uh, he's treating her as a game instead of a girlfriend once she realizes that it's over for tom wow i love love the hot take next time we see them though it's the breakup uh hot the hot take hot take will we someone needs to beat that hot take i love it you're getting me you're getting me hopeful michael i don't know if uh, my hopes and my hopes are up now but let's see uh where andy has is going with is this bringing us closer to the tom star breakup i mean the first half is it's yes it, it's always gonna be yes but my second half is a little different i think that this is leading us towards a, a path where tom it's kind of a happy ending where he like helps champion monster rights and as he does that he loses star to marco and he gets this great moment and he's crushed at the same time and i would really love to see that to see him like get champ like be like really excited about doing something great for star and then just get crushed as he watches star and marco kiss in the background like i would just love that like that's what it feels like this is setting up to me i don't know why this is what it feels like to me Oof, you, oh, i thought i didn't like tom you really don't <laughs> yeah, so yeah, tom, andy is rooting for tom of misery wow oh no no that's what i do i would i like tom legitimately seems like somebody's trying to improve himself but he's getting in the way of starco so he has to go he has to go i agree that's 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 the best part of what you said <laughs> okay uh the fan goals are coming for you andy it's uh you're not safe anymore okay let's go to uh steve uh are we closer to the Tom Star breakup, Steve? Oh yes. Um, first of all, like we said, um, in um, in it is another mystery. We saw the insecurity side of Tom. We saw how like he he's really upset with Marco and being better than him, and how pretty much he really doesn't really care much about Star and her like her, her attempts, her problems, like trying to like fix the whole human monster relationships and any other stuff you're dealing with. His so focus is on the relationship. He's so self centered on that. Mm. And, you know, and, and also the Scantron's test shows that Starco is an inedible, in, inedible. It's going to happen. And no, no one can stop it. It's like a boulder coming right at you at 88 miles per hour. I mean, and also it's like a what a, coming at you, a boulder. Just go okay, to on okay. you. <laughs> and, okay, and um, also I th- believe if I can help a little bit, on Andy's what Andy said is Tom might might learn better himself and coming more for monster rights. But what I think could happen though when he gets Star breaks his heart, 
in his head, he'll think to himself, perhaps the help immunity monster relationship, the best choice to lead us would be someone like him, which would be Meteor. So he's going to, mm. partly because his because of his heart broken, he's going to betray Star and join Meteor, but not because he's evil or anything, but just simply because in his head, he believes that's the best <laughs> thing for everybody. Okay, so not only are you saying, yes, we're close to the Tom Star breakup, you are theorizing what will happen once the breakup happens. That is your answer to this. Yeah. <laughs> that's a bold move. Okay. I feel like before before you got into that extended territory, you gave a pretty ABC answer about um, about how Tom's not, fo- not focused on things Star cares about, and that the second episode shows Star and Marco being compatible. Okay. Um, Alex, I, I challenge you here to go in a different direction. Not necessarily in terms of yes or no, but uh, can't go in Steve's logic here. I will be uh, harshly, harshly penalizing, so gotta think on your feet, Alex. Uh, are we closer to the Tom Star breakup? Well, look, my thing is, I don't know how you guys can deny the growing chemistry in Is Another Mystery between them. Like, from, from the beginning, Ooh. it's showing that Tom is making an effort to grow. And Star isn't exactly emotionally uh, blind to that kind of stuff. By the end, especially when Tom reveals him, himself in terms of his uh, monologue about the, his life, like, she appreciates that. She appreciates that Tom is finally opening up. So that signals something positive in their relationship. And also, but by the end, like, it does end up throwing a, politi- a political wrinkle in things, right? Because if we're going down this path of, of strengthening the human, uh, the human monster relationship, Star, even if the Tom Star relationship isn't as stable as we would like, but now there's optics behind that as well. And that's going to be something that's a bit harder to reconcile, especially considering Star, her, the importance that she's giving this uh, issue, as well as slowly moving Tom to consider that important as well. And even in Marco Jr. as well, that that episode at the end, while it shows Marco like sort of growing with his parents, like finally realizing, oh, well, I, I should have visited you guys. But if we remember, this is the reason, part of the reason why Jackie broke up with Marco, too, because Marco is just very what, what, focused on one thing without really recognizing the other people around him. So while that focus is directly on Star, but Star might see that. And see, well, like, why why is Marco this way? Why is Marco ignoring everyone around him just to be around with Muni? That makes people uncomfortable to see that kind of obsession. So all in all, I think these two episodes really show us that while Tom Star is not, it, it's, it's inevitable that they're going to break up at some point. But these episodes delay the breakup rather than making it sooner to me. Mm. But I, I think your, your argument is flawed because you said that they're getting closer in relationship. That's the whole problem. They're getting closer, so Tom is more easily going to make a mistake now. But That's see that that shows that shows a lack of faith in Tom, right? Because uh, admittedly, I have no faith in Tom. Yeah, see that that's your problem. Here we're seeing that Tom is making efforts to to grow slowly, and of course some people grow slower than others. But like in this episode, this is a notable step for him to show interest in these political topics, especially when you compare how he reacted to Monster Bashers. Like whatever, I don't care. Well, but like here, but, once he's confronted with it, he get he's, he uh, understands the importance it, of it, and that's what mo- moves him also to understand Star's side why she considers this an important issue. Not, not only yeah. Now do I consider Marco and Jackie's relationship healthier than Star and Tom? I think you know, I like Jackie better as a character than Tom. That doesn't matter. Like, what matters is the relationship. Just saying. Yeah. No, but, 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 but Al's making me say, say think that. He just making me. 
But but the point is, Alex, that that discussion with the monsters from Tom is that discussion is from a logical place. And he's kind of shunting his emotions away there. He's not really coming from an emotional, emotional place. But when but at the beginning of the episode, when Marco, when he saw Marco as a threat, he was getting really cagey and really like confused. And he was just not being a good boyfriend at the beginning. So what I'm saying is he just does not deal with his emotions well. And yes, he's trying to be better. I really applaud him for getting better. I, I'm joking about like really not liking Tom, but I do like that he's trying to be better. But the fact is, I don't think he's good enough. He's not ready for this type of thing. And he's going to blow up and mess something up somewhere. And it so will that, probably... Go ahead. Yeah, that being said, I got compliments to show on both the characters of Tom and Jackie in terms of they're sort of the obstacles of our main ship of Starco and that they have never really been villainous antagonistic characters. So many times in fiction, we have like love triangles, triangles and stuff. You kind of have the person that gets away of the, uh, you know, end game ship be like antagonistic, be like a bully, a jerk, like pretty much any Adam Sandler movie, any Adam Sandler romantic movie, for example. And they don't really do that. Just like say legend core didn't really do that. Okay, I don't know. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. okay. But, Steve, but, yeah. Steve uh, okay, okay, no, no, no. Uh, Steve, you, you, I think you almost had the win there for a second, but you're butting in with unrelated stuff, so this is a <laughs> negative point. Um, <laughs> Alex, Alex, I, I feel like you had this. Um, you, your logic yeah. is great here, but you didn't say no. You didn't answer no. Why I did say no. You I said, said you said it's happening at some point. No, you the, said the, qu- the question is, do these episodes bring us closer? Say, to and the you, your answer wasn't no. And here's why. Your answer. Yes, it was. It was no. And here's why this is delaying the breakup because I wish of you these said things. That. No, but delaying the breakup. No, just say just say no to the okay. Question. No, these episodes okay. do not <laughs> bring us late. closer it's to the highly anticipated Tomstar breakup. There, I'm <laughs> reading the question. I'm reading the question. These episodes do not bring us closer. There. Yes, I. I okay. Like that's the, there's such a strong argument for that because they literally hug at the end and Star's happy that he's saying he's that monster. Like, duh, that's exactly. The and the point of that episode is to show their emo- their emotional growth and seeing that Tom, while he has is still working through his control of emotions, by the end of that episode, he is able to be, be logical, and that's a step. Like, that's something. Comparing the beginning of the episode to the end of the episode, you see growth, and I don't think that seeing him at the beginning negates what you see at the end. It's a long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's like, are we done yet? Okay. Um, so here's how the grading is going to work. Um, I don't even remember what Andy's answer was, but he got a three because I wrote that down. What did you answer? <laughs> I, just, it, it, I just answered about Tom being Tom Dover. You were like, I don't like Tom. What, all right, whatever. Okay. Um, Michael gave a hot take. I remember that. He gets a full five points. Um, Steve, I like Steve answer four points, but then he was just saying nonsense at the end. So minus one, um, Alex is tough to grade because, uh, if you just said no, and then your answer, this would be an easy five points. Why are but you hung up on this? I said, no, you I didn't said the say question. no. The record will reflect that. <laughs> go, go listen to the recording. I started with no, well, you really didn't. I was, <laughs> I'm so sure. Uh, okay. It's gonna, um, 
should I give should I give should I give someone here? This is a tough one. I literally don't remember, so I can't support you, Alex. I'm sorry. I literally don't remember what you said at the beginning. Well, because you are like all you... blinded to the Starco, man. The, the oh, okay, Star- okay, that's okay. not okay. That's that that determines it. That's you saying that yeah. too much. Okay, <laughs> Alex is gonna get five points for his initial answer, and then minus two for not uh, for sounding like he's hedging. Whatever. I need to. I need to defend the people who are are trusting in someone who is working from a lower standpoint and is working to better themselves. That is an important thing to support. And I don't get why all these Starco supporters are just bashing Tom just because they want their ship to go great, but ignoring the fact that Tom is being a a boyfriend in the teenager sense of learning on the go, learning as he goes. Alex is going full Tom Stan. I didn't see this coming. Full full Tom Stan here. Alex and Andy got to fight it out now. Andy's going full Tom hater. And Alex is full Tom Stan. Wow. Um, yeah, two, minus two for the hedging sounding and then minus one for the, uh, reverting to the, the Starco logic, which is, uh, no, that's that. I'm tired of that one. Okay. So how is this hedging? It's the initial <laughs> I answer. I don't get how this is hedging if you I've been the most enthusiastic and supportive of this of anyone here. It sounded initially, and you're not helping the case. But anyway, the result of this is that everyone ends up with 20 points. That's the <laughs> yeah, nobody wins. Nobody wins. This is a useless tiebreaker. <laughs> no, the tiebreaker is I pick who wins, and Michael is our winner for this battle. Yay! Hooray. <laughs> Alex, oh my god, Alex, this is Alex's last podcast ever. He's 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 quitting after this. Uh, he's he's tired of us attacking Tom. He's tired of it. Okay. So I won because he hasn't been here long enough to really get on Dylan's nerves. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a fair point. <laughs> Unfair advantage the new the new vehicle. Okay, Michael, what you face? Talk talk at twenty seconds. Any topic you want here? Go. Uh, Booth Buddies predictions. Tom or um, uh, Star and Marco get locked in a photo booth and it goes under the water and then they get stuck under the water in the booth and then that's how they meet it's like steven universe here we go what? Steven, what steven universe that? bubble buddies <laughs> sure okay it's a joke steven and connie have yet kissed well, um, have yet kissed. <laughs> have, yet to be, have yet to kiss. Uh, Alex is too bad. I love experience. it. By the way, who's getting married in Booth Buddies? Why is someone getting married? Oh, oh yeah, there's a wedding. That's right. Yeah, there's a. They are going to a wedding. Wait, that is that? Isn't... Oh, okay. I, I say Rupert and Fool Duke. That's my prediction. I say Ponyhead, but it doesn't go through. Why would po- no Ponyhead's too young? Um, oh, right, they're really young. Never mind. It's, a, right. it's Princess Spiderbite and that Aloe Vera monster. Yeah, I think it, I think that's the. That's actually, nice. I, I agree. That's probably most likely. Is it's, oh, by the way, my head cannon was the last four episodes before this week. Marco was chasing Glasswork all this time, and that's why he was missing. <laughs> that's see, that's it, Steve. That's so much better than uh, nonsensically talking about Jackie that uh, lost you. You were about to win too. Okay, it was about to the prophecy was about to be fulfilled. Well, Dylan, was he going to win? Because. Did you want him to win twice in a row? That's the real question. I would have been fine with that. I was if he if he, I was he had the four points. It was going to stand. Um, okay, uh, so let us weigh. You got to weigh in. Whose side are you on? Hashtag uh, Team Alex Tom Stan or hashtag Team Andy Tom Hater. Uh, let let us know who you're supporting in this battle. I, I didn't I didn't see it coming that Alex would suddenly become the biggest Tom supporter now. Um, that's that's it's the because you are all blinded. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're blinded by the blinded. That's my. That's the blinded by saying people are blinded. Oh man. Uh, I, I Yeah. That was those. Was, there's. Uh, there's a good answer to be had for 
us furthering Tom Star. One that, that you guys week. totally ignored. And that is, uh, it is depressing that that's the state that we're at, that, that there is a good answer. Well. But, uh, Booth Buddies will renew our hope and, uh, hopefully place highly on that, uh, Starco episode rankings, uh, for, for, uh, for the, this, this episode upcoming. Uh, let's see whose wedding it is. See you, Starco. Join us on the recap for that. Uh, find everything at overlyanimated.com. Make sure you're subscribed. Um, to not miss no, our star no, podcast. Notice how blinded they are by the shipping that they don't even mention the Ponyhead episode. Tisk tisk. Also, yeah, let us okay, know you, with- Alex, you are the biggest Ponyhead hater. There's no, <laughs> no credibility there. Shush. Other people may not have listened. <laughs> when they got, when they got not not one but two Ponyhead episodes upcoming. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a, what <laughs> it's gonna be life. great. What a, what a world. Um, Ponyhead's so gonna t- get her own show. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Probably possible, to be honest. Uh, overlyanimated.com slash Discord to talk with us on Discord. Patreon.com slash overlyanimated uh, to support us via Patreon. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, John, a.k.a. Garfield. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Um, we'll be back to talk more Star. Uh, check out our Star podcast, uh, our, our Star podcast and everything else at overlyanimated.com. Congrats to Michael on uh the panel win and alex on the collapse the uh tom stan collapse <laughs> Let us know hashtag uh team it, alex is it tom a collapse stan. if someone hammers the bridge into non-existence i think by definition yeah i would say so mm. a forced collapse a forced de- a, a controlled <laughs> demolition is still a demolition yeah that's what i would say <laughs> uh hashtag t- team alex tom stan hashtag team andy tom hater let us know where you <laughs> team michael podcast winner yeah, the Michael <laughs> Podcast winner. He's the true winner of this. Okay, I gave it one away. Yeah, uh, punt anti punt. Oh, oh, uh, Steve punt. So we'll see. We'll see who triumphs next time. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you then. Bye. 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 Adios.